재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 당신은 중고차를 선택한 것이 아니다 당신이 선택한 건 최초라는 자부심이자 경기 없이 누리는 편리함이며 BMW만의 벽이 다른 책임감 당신은 BMW의 선택을 선택했다 BMW 프리미엄 셀렉션 Some years ago I started calling myself Ginger Peter Sherlock Rosemary Emmanuel The Archbishop of Canterbury You may know me better as The Real Slim Shady Rumoured to be the new signing for Westminster and the Thames. And I just love to ride horses. But only if the Banjo Union Bolt has been corrected. First chapter. It is time again for first chapter. We read you an excerpt from a different book every Sunday morning, usually from the exposition. Today I'll be reading from Gopinen Kore or The Whale Flower by Kim Hyunggyung. Writer Kim Hyunggyung was born in the seaside town of Gangneung. She debuted as a poet in 1983 and as a novelist in 1985. She's a prolific writer whose novels deal with everything from the political turmoil of the 80s to the dark side of the entertainment industry. She received psychoanalysis in her 40s and she published a series of essays on human relationships based on the experience and her keen insight into human nature. The Whale Flower is about a girl named Nien. who lives in a seaside village of Choyongpo with her grandparents after losing both her parents in a car accident. In reluctantly connecting with the people in her new home, she hears about legendary whales from the old whaler who hangs around on the beach waiting for the whaling band to lift. In the excerpt I'll read today, Dian recalls her father singing the song Kore Sanyang or Whale Hunt and wondering what it means for a whale to breathe like a myth. I'll be back with the story after The Look of Love by Dusty Springfield. The look of love is in your eyes The look your heart can't disguise The look The Whale Flower by Kim Hyunggyung Chapter 1. Breathing Like a Myth When I opened my eyes, still heavy with sleep, the ocean had flooded into the room. Seawater filled up to the top of the closet, and a purple fish peered out from a corner. A coral reef was growing on the dresser, and something resembling seaweed sloshed about my ankles. What happened? A big turtle swam by before my eyes. I saw the turtle's slick stomach first, and then its four feet paddling in a frenzy. The turtle was swimming away from me when it turned to look at me, came back, and dropped something. 
Bewildered, I picked it up. It was a brilliant marble. It seemed there was someone, a person, sitting on the turtle. When I opened my eyes, still heavy with sleep, the ocean was gone. The closet and dresser stood sulking, bathed in the sunlight seeping in through the window. I looked down at my empty hands. It felt strange to think the person riding the turtle might have been mom or dad. I shouldn't have slept in. I always had some bizarre dream every time I slept in. I got up and went outside. In the middle of the landfill by the sea, people stood in a semicircle like a screen. They were facing an actual screen that also stood in a semicircle. I pushed my way into the large circle made of two semicircles. There was an altar with food offerings and a bamboo mat. And there it was, between the altar and the screen, the turtle I had just seen in my dream. It blinked its goggly eyes and watched as the Buddhist monk chanted a prayer and women bowed before it. I blinked a few times too, staring at the turtle. This was classic Choyongpo. Every time I came here, I could not tell made-up stories from real ones. Dream and reality meshed together. I heard the turtle was caught in a fisherman's net and was dragged onto land. There were deep cuts on the turtle's neck and legs from being tangled in the net. The turtle was immediately taken to a vet to be treated and now it could return to the ocean. The vet said that the turtle was 132 or 143 years old. I walked past the turtle and the crowd to sit on a sunny dune at the edge of the landfill. The 10 a.m. sun suffused deep into my pores and dried the roots of the peach fuzz on my face. My body felt warm, but my heart felt like it was stuck in a tortoise shell. I didn't know that there was a ritual for sending a turtle back to the ocean. I suppose turtles, like whales, breathe like a myth. Once on our drive to grandfather's house in Choyongpo, dad sang along to a song playing on the radio. He was slightly tone deaf, but when the oldie sung by a male singer with a melancholy voice began to flow through the speakers, he began tapping on the steering wheel to the beat. I drink, I sing, I dance the night away. Still, all I have is sadness, night and day. The man's voice sounded like he was trying to be serious. I found that to be a characteristic of mom and dad's generation. Come with me to the eastern shore. We'll catch ourselves a whale, breathing like a myth. The lyrics to these songs often went up in flames of hope and conviction at the end. There was a word in the chorus that I couldn't make out. Dad, how is the whale breathing? Like a miss? Mom and dad, who were sitting in front, burst into laughter at the same time. How do you think a whale breathes? Dad turned to look at me even though he was driving and it was dangerous to turn around while driving. Can you guess? 
asked Mom, as though this was a game now. Annoyed by the inkling that I was being tested, I complained. I can't make out the lyrics. Like a miss? Like a mitt? Insensitive to my feelings, Mom and Dad ganged up and laughed at me. I chose not to participate, for I didn't want to be made a laughingstock, not even in front of my parents. Dad must have noticed that I was upset. He answered in a much kinder voice, like a myth. Dad's pronunciation was precise, and I heard that word as clear as day. But I still couldn't understand. A wail that breathes like a myth. Silence hung in the car for a moment. Mom and Dad were waiting for a reaction, and I had to say something. I was nine years old then. So then, it means the whale breathes like choyong? Mom and Dad looked at each other for a moment, and the high tide in my heart finally went down. It was Dad who told me that Choyong was a mythical figure, as famous as Tangun or Zeus in Choyongpo where he came from. Mom and Dad held back the giggles and exchanged looks once again, and then offered me a not very kind answer. I think it'll be best if you've figured it out for yourself when you're older, Nian. Around that time, I sometimes wondered what it meant to breathe like a myth. When there was a whale documentary on TV, I stared at it as though I was trying to burn a hole in the screen. Was it mythical because it's the largest living creature on Earth? Was it because it lives underwater even though it uses lungs to breathe? Maybe it was the average lifespan of over a hundred years. Grandmother once told me that old things like the spirit tree became sacred. I was nine then, and I'm 17 now. I still don't know how whales breathe like a myth. I don't even know what that means. From far off, the people standing around the turtle seemed like one round blob. They were large circles of red or blue depending on the clothes they were wearing, or circles on a screen where little images kept appearing and disappearing. In the background, the sea swelled up like a balloon and the blinding 10 a.m. sunlight shined down on it. Today, even the townspeople looked like they rose out of the ocean in the unfamiliar, hazy scene, like something out of a dream. When we came to grandfather's for a visit on holidays or over vacation, I always heard stories of things that washed up on the Choyongpo waterfront. There were stories of sharks with human hair in their stomachs and corpses with octopuses crawling out of the skulls. There was a marble a fisherman received after returning a carp with long barbels to the sea and a beautiful woman who rose from the ocean sitting in a lotus flower. Choyong, the merchant from the west, and Princess Ho Hwangok also came from that ocean. Of all the things that washed up on the shore, the whale, of course, was the hottest topic. Whales the size of houses that people caught long ago. Small whales that appeared recently. It felt strange and eerie to hear these stories. Perhaps that is the effect of myths. The circle of people broke apart as the turtle on a stretcher led the procession to the sea. People followed in one long single file. The sound of gongs traveled to the sea and the 10 a.m. sun seeped into the ground. The sound of gongs traveled to the sea and the 10 a.m. sun seeped into the sound. Some people danced to the beat with their arms raised above their heads. 
I heard that the turtle would be sent off on a boat. The turtle was to be released far out in the ocean, so it wouldn't be found caught in a net again. I was extremely curious to know if the turtle breathed like a myth, what it meant to breathe like a myth, but honestly, everything felt like too much of a bother. Also trite and boring. Today I read from The Whale Flower by Kim Hyung-kyung. And the tracks we played in between were How Deep Is the Ocean by Eric Clapton, followed by a pivotal song from the story, Gore Sanyang by Song Chang-sik. This week's quote is from Jane Goodall, the connection being the swinging chimps in the jungle book. One thing I had learned from watching chimpanzees with their infants is that having a child should be fun. Once again, that was a quote from Jane Goodall. We have arrived at the end of our show. To learn more about next week's topic, please visit our website. I'm Jamie Chang. Have a wonderful week and I'll be back again next Sunday at 10 a.m. with another brand new installation of The Bookend. Taking us out is All We Ever Do Is Say Goodbye. by John Mayer. Just when I had you off my head Your voice comes thrashing wildly Through my quiet bed You say you wanna try again